Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am very good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very good. How about the general? He's staying out of trouble, Uh, I hope. Yes, he is. He's, um, you know, he's still down and out with some... You know, issues that are keeping him a little bit less than his jovial self. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that well, way. Yeah, well, and, you know, but he he'll be fine. He's uh, every year he his, gets a, every year, Lynn. He gets a little something. So that's that's uh, true. As long as he's yeah. okay, that's all that matters. He is. He but. is. So, um, what's new in your world? Anything? I mean, everybody seems to be shut down and out of business and. Everything's done by phone, like us. You know, how long has it been since we've actually been in the studios at WILK? Probably the middle of March. Ten months? We we taped the, so the 16th of March, and the only reason I remember this, the 16th of March I was at Mass for for, um, Lent. And that mm-hmm. was the day that Channel 16 was there, um, our, our girl Stacy. And Stacy asked me if she could interview me afterwards because they had just notified everyone that the churches were going to be closed. And, okay. it, and, it, and I remembered that. So that was the 16th. That was a Monday. So we would have taped on the uh, 14th 19th. of March. So what? 19th. You said 16th no, the for the Monday. Yeah, so we would have taped on the 14th. Well, we're not taped. We would have no. been on air on Saturday the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. But so Monday would have been tape the 16th. on the 19th? No, so what I'm... I don't think so. I don't think we did. I think the last day we taped was the 12th of March when we went in to tape it. Okay. I don't think we... I and mean, we may have done the next week, but I don't know that. But that's... It was the middle of March because we stopped yeah. going in and doing yeah. it remotely. Okay. So, thank what? you to all of the wonderful people who listen for sticking yes. in well, there with us. And I think more people listen because they're a little trapped. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. 
So, um, and I, I have it, to do a shout out to a woman who uh, listens to us on Saturday mornings when she's, she said that she's a, I don't want to say her name because I didn't ask her for her permission, but she is a, a woman who is a nurse through the Geisinger at home system. And she told me that she listens to us. And when she was speaking to me the other day, she said, she said, Lynn Evans. I said, yeah. She said, aren't you on a radio show? I said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm speaking to someone famous. (laughs) I said, maybe you are, but if you ran into me, at the grocery store, you would know me anyway. <laughs> she said, that's I true. I only know your voice. So, there you go. Yeah, it's funny. But that's why I was trying to think, when's the last time we actually did um, yeah, get that a long there? time. It's long. Johnny and okay. Jason miss seeing our face. You know, all the people, oh, our sure friends. they do. Uh, you know, it's... I'm sure they do. You know, we've been doing this a long time, so hopefully we can get back there. Um, yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe not. It's, you know, I mean, maybe we can go and tape and just have our guest experts call in if they don't want to oh, necessarily sure. come back. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. I think I would prefer to go in because I, I don't, I mean, this is very, very, very convenient, but I do like going down and be, being part of all of that. I love the, in, the work, the inner workings of the radio show, of the station. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. if the, our guest experts feel, you know, they don't want to make that trek, they, they don't have to. They can call in and we can be there and it works out. So um, I like it. It gives us plenty of opportunity. That being said, it also touches, Lynn, on many things that we, I've been talking to a lot of people about, how things have changed. Like people are sick of Zoom. People are, I, I'm, I am not sick of Zoom at all. Um, I think it's a wonderful opportunity for people. I've found that more people come to meetings because they have less distraction of, I can't get there, it's too late, I ran out of time. You know, and yeah, I don't yeah. mind I mean, I love people, so I don't mind the, I love being with people, but I think it's opened up a lot of opportunity for people to do things or organizations and committees and board meetings. And, you know, I think it opens up a lot of that for people to not be so crazed about always being there. Like, I, I think it gives you so much more opportunity to participate. So well, I also think it's uh, it's funny to see people in their home environment because uh, when you're on the Zoom call, you know usually it's your living room, your bedroom, your place, <laughs> and it's just an interesting look into uh, people's lifestyles. I know, it's I know. Pretty, you know, it's pretty antiseptic when you look at a you know a typical office with the windows and the sun, but. For people who are working from home, it's a very interesting thing. And I think what's so funny about it is that we've lessened um, the intensity of how we're supposed to look and, and sound. Especially, you know, the one of the first ever for this to happen was the guy that was in, in England whose little kid came running into his office. I know, and the, and the, and the nanny <laughs> comes running in after yeah. that. I know. <laughs> I know. But, you know, how many times, I mean, I can tell you how many times cats, my cats, have jumped up on my lap and gotten in the way of the camera 
or people's dogs are carrying on in the background or kids. It's just, I know. Um, it's a but lot more relaxed. We tolerate yes. so much more instead of the rigidity of you have to be a certain way, you know, when you're yeah. in the office. That's yeah. a good thing. I, I, yeah, I think it, it, it humanizes um, so yes. many, and I'm all about that. I think when yeah. you look at people, what you're used to them looking and being in a meeting setting, even if you know them so well, but yeah. you've never, you know, how many people we know and we're in touch with or we can say we're dear friends with, but they've, we've never been to their home. That, that happens a lot. Right. I mean, there's a million people I know who I've, I may know where they live, or, but it's just never been something where that would take place. And so now when you're seeing them in their own environment, it's a much it's it's much more relaxed and it sort of puts them in a different perspective that hey they're they're doing the same thing it's like that old line everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time so to speak <laughs> exactly. at least most people do so um yes. you know it's it's just it's everybody doing the, is doing the same thing so i think that's kind of neat when you see that even like celebrities on shows and all these things when they're in there you you just see and one thing you can also tell is those who have good taste and those who don't. And sometimes that <laughs> astounds me when I see something because I think, whoa, I wouldn't have expected that. Um, but yeah. what I loved, too, um, Josh, Josh Shapiro was interviewed a couple, several times that I, I saw him on the Today Show. And I loved it because in his book, uh, he always would be in front of his bookcases. And he had one of those where his teenage son, I guess, walked in and just kind of walked back out. But what I loved about <laughs> it is in one of his one of his uh, bookcase shelves, he had a, a menorah, and in front of the menorah, he had um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg figurine that I have, which I love. I'm like, there's Ruth. Uh -huh. So um, it was kind of cool to see that. But yeah. you just look at those simple, because then I think I have that same thing. So it just makes you feel a little connected to people that you may not exactly. think of that otherwise. In a, yep. in a, in a, from a standpoint of um, things. So um, I kind of like it. I, I mean, I, you know, everybody says oh, I'm sick of Zoom. I'm sick. I'm really, I, I got to say I'm not. So, um, and I get that. They get it, but I, I like it. I was talking to somebody this morning. Uh, I forget where it was now, but somebody said, oh, it was my next door neighbor. And I said he was on a call and I just assumed it was Zoom. And he said, no, it's actually Skype. And I thought, wow, Skype, we haven't used Skype in years. <laughs> I know. It's I just know. kind of gone by the wayside because Zoom has so much more for a business perspective, you know, that you can do lots of things, recordings and this and that, and it's so easy. But a Skype call is something that I, my goodness, that was like uh, like the dial-up uh Internet, you know, as they so I know. long ago, it's such a, a relic, but I guess it's still around. So, good for and the other, the, the other nice thing is, which not everybody does, and I very seldom use it, and I, 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 I have recently, is um, FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's such a tool that I used yeah. to look at it like, oh God, because uh, it's so many people, like if you accidentally press it and someone will say to me, I'll, I'll say I'm talking to them and I accidentally hit it and it goes to FaceTime and, and they'll say the same thing. Oh, you don't want to FaceTime. You don't want to see me right now. <laughs> 
And I'm like, no, I didn't do it to see you. I accidentally did it. But the same old line, like we say that because you yes. can hide a multitude of sins when you're not seen on camera, you know? That's well. right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, oh my God. That, that was yeah, a funny it, one. But the good, the good part about that is, so I have to say the FaceTime, um, is that we've used it a lot with um, my stepson, daughter-in-law, and granddaughter. The baby. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so easy just to see her. I know. And have her see us. And, of course, Mr. Grumpy Grandfather, you know, he's over there. Hi, how are you? And then he turns it back to me. Yeah, just, yeah I know. Understand. Yeah. But anyway, Grump. I love it. I love it because it gives me the opportunity to, to, to share some things with them and to see her, to see her I know. in action. You know, you just, no. uh, cool. still photos, those just, they don't cut They don't it. cut it. No. And so, so, speaking of that, we don't, we, it's her birthday just happened mm -hmm. or coming up or what's, yes. what, when? Yeah. She's going to be two, uh, right? Two. Yeah, she will be two. I believe it's uh, 17. 17th. 17th. Yes, 17th. I, yeah. I know that because my yeah. Tommy's actual, when when I, I was having Tommy, that's the date he was actually due, but he didn't, he wasn't born until the 27th of January. So I always remember the yeah. 17th. And, and so all of, we're all coming up now too with all of our birthdays. So um, yeah. here we go. The hit parade. Well, the other yes, one too right. is that her father, my stepfather, yeah, he's he's will the, end be of the big four zero. Yeah, the good big for him. On the twenty third. Yeah, well, I'll be the big six zero mm -hmm. a couple weeks after him. So here we go. Uh -huh. There we go. Yeah. And then we won't talk, talk about, about someone me. in. Then we won't talk about someone coming up in September either. All these new no, birthdays this year. No, we no, won't. We I'm won't. not saying it. I'm not mm -hmm. saying who's mm -hmm. going to be 70 in September, Lynn Evans. I'm not <laughs> saying it. I will not. But anyway, Thank you. we are. <laughs> we're going to take. We're going to take a quick. This. Who cares? Look at what you look like. That's all that matters. We're going to take a true. quick break. And uh, we'll be back with uh, Angela Powell, who is the um, Community Relations Liaison for uh, uh, Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center, otherwise known as VREC. We'll be right back, so stay tuned and uh, keep listening. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly... Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. 
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and several others. And we have uh, a guest expert with us today from a Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. I actually got it. I said it right. Give me kudos. Uh, and Angela Powell is uh, their community liaison. I think that's, is that your title? Public affairs, community, it's it's pretty much one and the same. Okay, and, and she's been with us many times before, and we welcome her back. This is Angela Powell, and she has some really interesting uh, tips for us today about some things that you think you may know but are not necessarily true. Correct? Uh, correct. Um, okay. It's something that something that I've seen a lot of, um, especially in this area, it's winter. Um, there's (laughs) snow, there's ice, you know, it's kind of a given. Um, but in the past couple of years we've seen a lot of what's called pet friendly ice melts, um, for your, for your sidewalks, um, for your driveways. And there's a lot of confusion about what makes it, uh, pet friendly, what makes it better or worse and what to do if your pets come in contact with, you know, the salt that you salt your sidewalks and stuff with. Um, so one of the biggest misconceptions is pet friendly, um, de-icers are completely safe. And it turns out after, you know, looking into the ingredients and looking into the composition, um, no ice mill is completely safe around pets. Um, it's just some of the chemicals are less dangerous, which as a pet owner, I 
was completely blown away by when when you see the marketing for it's pet friendly and then you do a bit of research and you find out that it's just a little safer that kind of blew my mind so i wanted to take a What's couple the minutes ingredients so primarily um, ice melts are made with different kinds of salt so sodium chloride is also known as rock salt which is what we see a lot of um, marketed in those big bags that you can, you know, pick up at a, a gardening sh supply or something like that. That's one of the least pet-friendly types of um, ice melt that is on the market. Um, you might find some that say potassium chloride, calcium chloride, and even magnesium chloride, which is what you might see more of in the pet-friendly or pet-safe um, ice melts. It is the, the least reactive, but it's still not 100% safe. So if you are looking for something for your house or for your business, um, pay attention to what's in the ingredients. And, and if you're not sure, you, you know, always take a minute and look it up online just to make sure that you're not picking up something that could be potentially dangerous for your pet or a customer's pet. Um, well, is there so, anything that you would say you would recommend that does not have any of that stuff in it? Um, unfortunately, you know, it, it is kind of a necessity in the Northeast to have some kind of ice melt or rock salt uh, just to keep things safe. Um, and, and basically, it's it's easier to just prevent your pets from getting into it than um, the chemical makeup of the actual de-icer. Um, you can't really, you need to have that salt to help dissolve that that ice and that snow. Um, so it really just comes down to the preventative nature of things versus the, um, the chemical makeup of the, what's available on the market. Well, let's just take your dog for a walk and you walk the dog on the sidewalks um, mm -hmm. in your neighborhood. And mm -hmm. you don't know what your neighbor put down or four doors away from you. You don't know right. what they put down. So right. if you walk your dog and you walk them without the little booties or anything on, mm -hmm. they will normally, when they come back, they will start cleaning themselves and they'll try right. to get what's in between the paws. Right. So there's really no way that you can prevent that if you have to take your animal out to walk. Um, right. Is it safer to, to walk in the street? Um, it really depends if the street has been treated with some kind of um, de-icing agent or some kind of salt. It's really yeah. hard to avoid because it does, when the ice and the snow does melt, it does kind of mix in with the water and then that can be tracked all over the place. Um, so like I said, it is quite difficult. You know, a lot of people will take their pets with them to the pet supply store um, or they will take them to the park, or again, like you said, you know, you walk your pet around the neighborhood. Um, you don't know what chemical solutions, what rock salts have been used to treat those surfaces. So one really great tip would be, and like you said, your pets come in from playing outside. They start to lick them, you know, they start to groom, they do their thing. Um, a big helpful tip would be try to start making it a habit. Um, you can buy um, pet safe um, wipes, like bathing wipes. Um, maybe put those by the door. 
um, use them every time your pet comes in. Um, or even just get like a warm washcloth and, and kind of make it a ritual. Um, some people also do find that um, using like a, a paw wax that um, coats the bottoms of the paws or um, mm-hmm. again using booties um, might help prevent that and, and kind of incorporating it into your winter um, your winter uh, walking kind of schedule. Um, It'll help keep your pet's paws clean because the last thing you want is for them to ingest any kind of um, excessive sodium or these these chemicals that we use to keep us safe. Let's say that it, your your animal does do that, ingest some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is, is mm-hmm. there something that you can see that happens to them? Will they vomit? Will they or nothing? I mean, how do you know that they've they've got some of that stuff in their body. So some pets actually like the salty taste of the rock salt and they will seek Uh it out, um, which I, again, didn't, they they have such, you know, uh, in-depth sniffers and they can smell things. So um, you can kind of range. There are some pets who, if they get into something that has that salt or that chemical on it, they might experience... Um, dry, cracked paws. Um, you might notice they have that little white kind of coating on them. You might see them licking excessively, maybe because it's irritated. Um, but some things you can even, uh, some pets even can experience chemical burns um, just from the mm-hmm. composition of whatever is in that kind of composition. Um, larger, uh, larger ingestions can cause things such as uh, vomiting and diarrhea, just general um, gastrointestinal um, upset. So they might, you know, have a, they might not want to eat or they might just be super tired. Um, but excessive amounts can lead to dehydration, obviously with the salt. Um, and it can cause neurological conditions such as seizures or even tremors. Um, so it is something to, to keep an eye out, especially if your pet spends a lot of time outside in the winter and you do use these kinds of products that you can kind of make sure to steer them clear of the areas that you've treated or, you know, even if you have like a fenced in area, try to avoid using those products um, just to keep it out of their way. I think that's a a good idea to establish it as a routine. I remember Mm -hmm. when my brother had a big monster German shepherd dog um, and in the wintertime, he would take him out for a walk. And as soon as he came in the house, the dog was trained to stand on some kind of a carpet. And then mm-hmm. he would go with each paw and he would, uh, with some, just some water solution, but just to get all the stuff out. And the dog would wait patiently because he knew that was the routine, you know. And so that was just how exactly. it was. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't know that a lot of people realize that that's an important step to take when the dog comes back in the house. Right. So, good right. point. Good well, point. it... it and it's true because in my case, my dogs were not allowed back in the house without their paws being wet, wiped, even if it was rain or whatever. I just yeah, was a freak good. about that. So it was automatic. They would literally sit and wait at the, the mm-hmm. foot of the um, door on my uh, rug um, to make sure that their paws were wiped. And my kids right. knew to do it, and they did not go beyond it. They knew. So, you know, right. it isn't a bad idea. 
for, and I never knew I was doing it for anything other than cleanliness of my house. <laughs> right. Now I think I'm maybe helping them a little. It's a good I mean, thing. it can't hurt. It definitely, it certainly can't hurt to, to wipe them down, you know. No. All seasons, you can get all the dirt off. You can, you can even, uh, a big one is to check um, when you do wash, wipe your pet's paws down. Um, check in between the paw pads. Make sure there's no ice or salt or mud or rocks stuck right. in between there. Um, and some people even go as far as if their pets have a lot of fur between their toes just to kind of trim it down. Um, it keeps things way more sanitary. There's less tracking of mud and dirt and slush in the house. Um, yeah. But also some dogs prefer it because then they're not getting anything stuck in there to begin with. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, it's so much better because let's face it, those things are important for our, for us, for all of us with, you know, with the ice and snow that we get, you, you have to do it. You have to treat your property. So um, right. knowing that that's a necessity to keep us safe, then we need to probably go the extra mile to make sure that our little furry friends uh, get wiped off when they come in and just think about it, consciously think about it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember there were times when like a little pebble or whatever would get stuck, especially in my, my Phoebe, the Cocker Spaniel, because they have like big paws and it would it would you knew that it was they were like picking at it and trying to get it and licking mm-hmm. and then I remember pulling like a little pebble and I thought oh my god you know you just right. don't even think about it so anyway you're right Ange so do us a favor um, tell us how they um, anyone can get in touch with you and um, if they need to use the services of and and go over the hours Angela too if you would at the um, at the uh, hospital right now please Oh, um, so we are operating on a temporarily modified schedule. Um, So our referral services, which include things such as internal medicine and surgery and cardiology, um, those are operating at full capacity um, during normal business hours. Um, Our emergency service is currently uh, modified to um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday open 24 hours. Um, So... We still have staff in the building 24 hours um, and we still have our phone lines open. So if you do have any questions, the number is 570-587-7777. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram. We have videos on YouTube and LinkedIn. Perfect. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, Angela, for that uh, important information for our little friends and uh, just remember, try to wipe them off. And you're right, keeping something close by is, is convenient. So um, mm-hmm. just remember to do that. It'll help everybody. So um, we'll see you next month, Angela. And we mm-hmm. thank you. And Lynn, we have up next our next guest expert, Mr. Mike McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale CPA. So we will be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and many others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business and our guest expert for the first month of this new year in 2021 is Mr. Michael McHale, CPA, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale, LLC, certified public accountants at 1421 East Drinker Street in Dunmore, newly formed partnership in the last maybe four or five months. And Mike has been with us since October and back again. And Mike, so good to have you. How are things going so far in the beginning of the new year? Things are good. We're starting to pick up and uh, get the ball rolling pretty good. And even though we are a new partnership, by the way, just to to put that asterisk in there, uh, both Mike and I have been in practice for over 30 years. So uh, we're new together, but... uh, 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 decades <laughs> amongst us. Of so. experience, yes. 
Yep. So um, is, you know, it's, it's, it's new in the sense of you two together in this partnership. And, um, you know, you got through a first, the last quarter and the beginning of the first quarter of the new year. Tax season is coming up and um, busy, busy times for all accountants. But in this case, Mike, um, you know, everything's new. So um, how are, how's it going? Like, how do you feel? Are you happy so far? Are you not going to say you're not on radio, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> are, <laughs> um, yeah. You know what I mean? How is it, you got to work out the kinks as in any new relationship. Um, and, and again, the thing about your relationships is, as you just said, Mike has zillions of years. You have, um, semi-zillions and putting those two together and you know everybody does things a little bit differently so you know it's just like a marriage you got to you got to form uh take his luggage and your luggage and blend them together i said the only time things like that don't work is if when is as i always tease is when someone has louis Vuitton and the other one has samsonite then i think we're in big trouble but i but <laughs> other than that we're we're good so how how are you guys holding up through all this and and i know you're you you always the staff is is paramount to you know uh, making this clock tick there so how's it going well i mean it's it's a you know it's a great introduction to our firm i i'm honestly it's it really is uh, as you said it's all about the staff there and you know i came aboard and i i just look at it as me adding uh, to a great great team i mean anybody who works on any of our accounts and our clients um, has over 25 years experience. So, um, once, once we get someone there, we, we tend to keep them, but they're great, great people. I fit in, uh, very, very well. They've made me feel at home. Mike and Donna, Donna's Mike's wife. Um, uh, honestly, I feel like I'm part of their family already. Uh, they made, it's been so welcoming to me, uh, that it really was just a great fit. And we, we kind of been talking about doing this for a couple of years, and uh, we finally, well, I finally got to the point where I said yes and wanted to do it. So it couldn't be a better team um, to, to join. First of all, they all have experience. They, you know, you, you don't need to be with someone all day long and train people all day long. Uh, you just work on the clients, and, and that's the thing. I, I Every time I go in and, and meet a potential new client, I... I, I can honestly sit and tell them we're different from just about everybody out there because we don't send you the the new kids out of school. Uh, we're always sending you someone with, you know, 15, 20, 25 plus years experience to lead your engagement. So um, it's a great, great firm, great people. And, and every one of our clients that we've met so far have, have been great. So uh, I hate to keep using the word great, but it really is. It's a, it's a dream come true to be back home, to be with such a great, great guy and Mike and his wife, Donna, and all the team there. They've made me feel at home, and it's, it's been a, an easy transition for me. Yeah, and Mike, saying that, you know, you've got to get out there and meet some people that Mike has been, Mike Barbetti has been dealing with yep. for many years, and you're still in that process. I mean, that doesn't t- that doesn't happen overnight. So, you know, this is just a few months into this. That that's that's hard stuff too, because you know, it's just like anything. As I say, customer service, customer service, customer service, and and you have to put that way up at top, the top of your list on making people feel uh, appreciated and, and grateful that you have their business as well as you believe they need to feel the same way because let's face it, 
when you're good at what you do, uh, the, the company or the, the people or the businesses who are uh, your clients feel better that they have the best of the best. But getting to know all these people, maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't, um, that takes a lot of work, Mike. It, it's a lot of finessing. It's a lot of making sure people feel comfortable going forward. So um, that process is, is will be ongoing and, and continual. But I'm, I'm sure that Mike Barbetti, because of knowing who he is, has made that um, a little bit easier on your end, I would assume, just with these introductions and, and as you form your own new businesses and your new co- relationships with people, because that is important as well with the young guy starting in a business. I mean, it's important to, to get new clients. So that's, I'm sure, a big focus up there, correct? Or am I off on that? No, no, you're, you're, you're dead on. It's, it's something that, again, I think the, the uh, partnership that between Mike and I is, is so great because Mike understands exactly that as well. I think I don't want to be handed anything. I don't want to be handed clients. We work on things together. Mike is, Mike's still there. He's going to stay for uh, forever, I hope, um, and, uh, and help grow this firm. So on, on the existing client thing, absolutely. We've, I've met quite a few. Um, we're trying to do it somewhat naturally, not force everybody in to take everybody out for lunch because really nothing is changing. Mike is still there. The people that work in the accounts are still there, and uh, it, it's a, it should be a seamless transition. But, yes, I, I, I get up out of my office and, and go meet everybody. Is anybody who comes in or I tag along to a meeting here or there? Or, um, you know, we, we did sign a couple of new clients uh, that we're very proud of that, that will match perfectly with our environment and our team. Uh, so, uh, absolutely, it's, it's a little bit of everything. But the, the one constant there is Mike Barbetti's still there. Mike is a tremendous guy uh, personally and professionally with me, making sure that, uh, you know, everybody gets to know me and, and gives me an opportunity to prove that I, I, you know, I know what I'm doing I, per se. So to give that, that quality work that's been there, I want to continue it and grow it a little bit more. So uh, it's, once again, I can't say it enough. It's just been a, a great opportunity for me and my family. Um, uh, as, as we said in previous recordings that, you know, I did work out in New Jersey, so it's a little bit difficult to make that commute every day, and I did commute every day to come back home to, to meet some people and some clients that I know. Uh, so it's, it's, it's been a great, great transition. It's only been a short time, but you know, this is what I do. This is what I've done for 30 years. And I want to grow this firm slowly. I don't want to grow too, too fast, believe it or not, but, um, just keep a good team together like we have with Mike leading the ship and, and Donna as well. And it's, um, it's going to be a good thing. We're, we're a good firm. We're excited to introduce ourselves to new clients as well as uh, keep our existing ones as happy as we, as we can, and we'll do so going forward. And, you know, Mike, every time I get on this call, I'm usually the last one on, and you and Lynn are, are going, are, you know, having your conversation as I chime in, and I mean literally chime because the bells ring when you announce yourself. But, um, you, Lynn, you could probably attest to the fact that in your business as a financial planner, having dealt with and been with so many um, accountants, accounting firms in the past. Every time I get on and I hear you two going, listening, and I, I, I pay attention to that dynamic, um, I, I think you could even say, even the, the short amount of time that you've met Mike, um, very that kind of ease with people is going to serve him well, correct, in the future because of the type of person he is? Yeah, I think the fact that he is 
coming into a firm that already has a very deeply rooted base in this community will serve him extremely well. And he's not really an outsider because, Mike, you, you, you're from Dunmore. You've worked mm-hmm. here. You know the people. So it's a very logical transition that you would be the person that, as, and again, as, as long as you guys share values, which I'm assuming you do, um, it should be a wonderful partnership and something that will um, help both of you in the future and all your clients and new clients. Let me ask that question, though, Mike. I think we might have asked it once before. Do you um, have any particular expertise or any um, desire to to get more people of a certain type that you want the listening public to know? I mean, are we talking about individual tax returns? Are we talking about corporations? Are we talking about nonprofits? Tell us who you're looking for. Who is your ideal client? It, it's it's a great question. I, I think, you know, the, the obvious answer is, you know, we could do any of the ones that you had mentioned. I think our core business is on the, on the small business, the not-for-profit, the governmental entities. And what I mean by that is, you know, we have clients that, you know, there's a tire shop, a small tire shop, up to a point that I, I have a manufacturer that does $100 million a year. So, you know, my background in other places used to do a lot of SEC work. Uh, so that's, you know, a little bit larger. I mean, but at the end of the day, a larger number client is uh, still the same as the small client. They all need the same thing at the end of the day, whether it be an audit, a review, a compilation, or just tax work. So just about everything we can do, I think our core market uh, would be the small business, the the entrepreneur, um, the governmental entity. We do have a lot of nonprofits, uh, mostly June 30th year ends. Uh, but we have a good, good practice around that. So I would think more or less the small business person who, um, you know, is around, we could help. And to that, and if you don't mind me mentioning, there is the one thing that I wanted to get across today, uh, and we didn't talk about this prior to, is the, the federal PPP program that's out there, the Paycheck Protection Program. Yeah. Just want to get it out to everybody. It, it's small business, large business, um, I mean, there are some some uh, uh, limits to the large business, but Nonetheless, everybody should look into this. I'm not saying this to, to call our firm, but you call your accountant, call your banker, and make sure that you take a look at this because it's, it's a, a tremendous program, and especially to the bars and restaurants who've been suffering for so long, um, it's even better this time around. What I mean by that is typically they were using a 2.5 of your average payroll to calculate the, the amount of money that they would give to you that in hopes that it gets uh, turns into a grant and not a loan. Uh, but worst case, it would be a 1% loan. But this time around, the restaurants and bars, uh, it's now 3.5. So you get an extra month of, of in there of, you know, money that these, these restaurants and, and bars that, you know, ha- have been there for all of us all, all over this time um, and have lost so much over this past year. It's a great program to look at. So it, it's not a not a simplistic program to get through. So if you need help, call your accountant, call your banker, and definitely look into that program. Yeah. Mike, where would you go first? Would you go to your banker or would you go to your accountant? Well, I I think both are equally okay with that. Now, I I, I say that with an asterisk. I don't think a banker would sit with you and do the forms themselves. I think an accountant is more, more, you know, likely to do that. For our clients, 
a lot of them we actually do the forms or at minimum mm -hmm. help them through it and review it before it gets put in. Um, it's, it's a tedious little process that they want to see a lot of backup to the numbers that you're going to put in there. And there are some, some things you got to make sure you have in there. I think it probably better uh, for a, uh, for an account to do that on, a, on the banking end of thing though they know everything what needs to be in there what has to go where uh, much better than just about anybody so um, it's probably a little bit equal but I would say if you need help doing the forms call your account there you go okay well Mike let everyone know how they can get in touch with you please well we were in uh, 1421 East Drinker as you said at the beginning of, of the show in Dunmore um, our phone number is 570-346-2057. I uh, appreciate your time, and uh, I thank you for having me again. Oh, you're welcome, and thanks for signing on as one of our sponsors. We are very happy, and it, again, uh, information from an accounting standpoint is always um, important for people to know and hear out there to, the, uh, to our uh, listening public. So, Mike, thanks. Have a wonderful weekend. Lynn, you too. Everyone out there listening, okay. we have, hope you have a good weekend, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. <laughs>